Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. Have you checked the children? children. I want to play a game. The box. You opened it. We came. This is the All America Speech. All the little tykes want their dolls and bikes, but I got a gift for you. Hello and welcome to the All American Spook Show. I'm Josh and I'm joined here with Donnie. Hey. And the Professor Smoke. What's up? And uh, Will is a little under the weather, so uh, he's not on assignment. He's, he's not feeling well, so he's not going to be with us this week. Too, and it's too bad, too, because this is our Thanksgiving show. And, uh, of, of, of course, you know, we're, we're all getting ready. We're all cooking pies and thawing out our turkeys and whatnot right now and getting ready for this Thursday to throw down on a big meal. But uh, hopefully he's feeling better enough to eat come Thursday. But uh, we wish, we wish uh, him to get well soon. But... We're here to watch, or talk about, I should say. We've already watched it. Black Friday from 2021. So this one came out literally just uh, almost exactly a year ago. So th- this will be interesting to see what our thoughts are on this one. This this was uh, th- this was something. This, I'll say that this was this was. I think this might be a little bit more polarizing than you would think on the surface. Yeah. Um, but before we get deep into it, um, we encourage you to go check out the all new website aaspookshow.com. That's where we've, it's pretty much the landing spot for everything in the Spook Show universe now. You know, you can go to our Patreon or our YouTube, um, find all of our past archive shows of the podcast. Yep. Pretty much everything is there, right, Donnie? Yeah, yeah. Everything's there. And, uh, you know, we're, we are continuing to update it day to day, week to week. And, of course, if you want to contact us, you can do that by emailing us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com or you could just DM us, message us on any of the social platforms. We're on pretty much all of them. And, a, yep. and another thing, it's on our website as well. You can buy some merch over at our Tee Public page. Mm-hmm. So uh, we encourage you to go check that out and look for everything. So uh, without any further buildup, we'll go ahead and toss to the trailer for Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. We love toys. We still have pancakes tonight. Chris, you're on reg for the night. We're short staff. Wait up. I'm Emmett. You ever worked retail before? No. Well, there's no day more harmful to retail workers than this day. Oh, what do we love? Toys! Good job. Places, everyone! Three, two, go, baby! Go Black Friday! Thank you very much. Happy holidays. <gasps> Holy shit! What the f***? There is something wrong with the shoppers. Oh, we got to do something. We're one hour into Black Friday, and we're escorting customers away from the store. No, 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 no. Was that the new guy? Our shoppers are going crazy. Whatever you do, don't let them gather. They're building something. At this point, we're just in their way. We're going to have to fight I don't think this night can get any worse. (laughs) 
Does anybody else just think that's funny? Ah! I told you they never die. We have to make a run for it. Exactly. Black Friday is over! Tucky says we're all going to die. Back up, homie! The fire will sit and admire The stockings all filled up at last I love it here. The police are here. Thank God. It's the time. Got you throwing buses right here, motherfucker. All right, so there's the trailer for Black Friday. So I, I guess we'll go around the table. Just you know, we won't give any thoughts or anything just yet, but. No. Uh, Donnie, is this the first time you sat down and watched it? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, was it? I saw the, the teaser when it first, uh, you know, when it, when it was first released or talked about being released, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, this looks like something I, you know, I could get behind, you know, sit down and watch. And, you know, fortunately we, we got to it. Smoke, what about you? Is this the first time? Yeah, this is the first time. That's all, you know, you got Bruce Campbell. So I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Okay. Haven't seen, you know, you don't see him in too many movies playing a, you know, not that he's like the main actor in this movie. I mean, he's one, but he's there throughout most, pretty much most of all the film, right? Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't see this before, you know, it came out a year ago. And, and it's not that many Thanksgiving horror movies out there. Hell, we've already watched <laughs> Home Sweet Home. You know, that's one oh. of the, the, you know, <laughs> that's the old school ones. That, I, I, there's, there's not many beyond that. I would say that's the low mark, but I guess it could get worse. I really don't know. I mean, there's a handful we still haven't watched, but uh, yeah, we watched. Yeah, that's the probably the low mark. Well, it's certainly the low mark for the old movies. Yeah, we'll we'll find out what the low mark is for a new. uh, And and quote unquote, we watched already quote unquote the high mark of Blood Rage, right? We watched that what year before last, and then last year we watched uh, End of the Dark Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. And I think that one was kind of surprising. Like you know, we we had a pretty low bar with the End of the Dark series with Crawlers. And we watched Pilgrim, and I think yep. generally we all kind of like that one enough, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah so that's kind of been our, our Thanksgiving history so far. So I guess we'll see uh, where this one lands, you know, when compared to the rest of those, uh, you know, just in a short little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was all for me. This was also the first time. Like I, I was like, you smoke, like oh, Bruce Campbell. All right, well, you know, it should be fun. We'll see. And uh, you know, so I, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. And and also, I'm more like one of those kind of people myself. If I don't watch like a seasonal movie in that particular season, I'm probably not going to go search it out in the middle of June. You know, like I'm not going to bust out and watch a Christmas or Thanksgiving horror movie in June. Right. Yeah. So that's that's well, probably another reason why I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but this one, uh, we'll go ahead and get into the background information. This one debuted September 24th, 2021 at Fantastic Fest. Then it was actually released November 19th, 2021, although it was a limited release. I don't think this really got like a big wide release. Never could find uh, myself. I never could find any hard numbers as far as like the budget and how much this movie made. But I'm sure anything it made was probably just on distribution rights for streaming and, you know, that short little run that it had in the theater. So I would imagine it couldn't have been much. Right. But um, I never could find any hard numbers on that. But it was uh, produced by MFW Manufacturing, which is a weird title for a fucking movie production company, right? And uh, the Warner Davis Company. And it was distributed by Screen Media Films. Uh, it's unrated, total runtime of one hour and 24 minutes. But if you're going to put a rating on it, it's definitely rated R, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. IMDb is listed as a comedy slash horror. 
and it was filmed November 17th through December 18th in 2020. So a solid month there back in 2020, but it was filmed at an old Babies R Us in North Attleboro, Massachusetts, and then some other shots around that's uh, in the Boston, Massachusetts area. So some other shots around yeah. that area, but yeah, I found that was funny that it's in an old Babies R Us, right? And <laughs> but they, they picked the right spot considering that they're in a toy store. So, but not yeah. a to- not an old Toys R Us, a Babies R Us. This one was actually nominated, if if uh, y'all will recall, back in, uh, uh, or I should say not back in, but earlier this year for a yeah. Fangoria Chainsaw Award for Best Creature Effects. Now, yeah. it didn't win, though. The winner was Psycho Gorman, uh, which it's hard to argue that. But still, I mean, I, I think, you know, without getting too much into this one, I think the, the creature effects were pretty good in this one, right? Actually, I believe the, uh, the winner was um, Jim Cummings for uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. I mean, what I had I, was Psycho Gorman. I'm thinking yeah, that would have been the I before. saw that. I think, well, Psycho Gorman was 2021. Okay. Well, either um, way. Well, I mean, either either way. The, the, the awards this year would have been for movies that came out in 2021. But I was thinking that was the year before, but maybe I'm wrong. Either way. Either uh, way. But I, I think it didn't the, win. The, the, yeah. It didn't yeah. win. And the creature effects in this one were, I I felt. Yeah. You know, we're done fairly well. What do you think, Smoke? Yeah, yeah, I, I love the fact that it was practical effects for, most, uh, you know, most for most of it. of it. Yeah, most of it. I mean, you know, we'll that get into it. positive for. We'll get into it in just a second, but towards the end, you know, that's not so much practical anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, the there might have been some type of practical element to it, but you know that yeah, that, at the end, yeah. yeah, not much. But that's probably a good spot to go ahead and pause here and say we are a spoiler-filled podcast. You know, if you're just listening to us for the first time, so if you have not watched Black Friday and you wish to one day, you probably want to hit pause on this, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen to the rest of this because we are going to spoil. We are going to spoil the film for you if you haven't seen it. So, yeah. Um, but it was directed by Crazy, Crazy, Crazy. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Casey Tebow, <laughs> mostly a, a music video guy. He did. He's done music videos for Aerosmith, uh, Black Veil Brides, a couple other bands. I think Tech Nine. And he also directed the film Happy Birthday, which came out in 2016. Uh, the film was written by Andy Greskoviak. Uh, uh, he worked on the series The Dreamers. That was pretty much it. Uh, it stars Devin Sawa as Ken. Now, he would best be known by probably a lot of people listening to this for uh, his role in Final Destination, Idle mm-hmm. Hands, uh, even going back to the 90s, he was in that Casper movie, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, he More recently, currently, I guess, he's in the Chucky series, you know, over on Sci-Fi. And he would also be known as Stan in the Eminem music video for Stan. <laughs> he He's actually Stan. So if you don't remember him from anything else, maybe that. Ivana Baccaro as Marnie. Uh, she would probably, anyone listening to this probably might recognize her from Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, not much else really, you know, worth noting. Ryan Lee as Chris. Uh, he was in Super 8, Goosebumps. Um, so he's been in a handful of other things. Stephen Peck as Brian. Then Michael J. White as Archie. Uh, now he would best be known from black dynamite spawn, you know, the one, the, the actual yep. live action film from the nineties. Uh, he was actually one of two of his earlier roles. He was actually in the toxic Avenger two and three. Uh, so he's actually got some trauma DNA. In him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, the, the biggest one though is Bruce Campbell as Jonathan. He's the store manager in the movie. Uh, he would best be known from the evil dead series, Bubba Hotep, maniac cop one and two, Sundown, The Vampire and the Treat, Waxwork 2, Lost in Time, tons of other stuff, television and movies. I mean, he's a, he's a true horror icon, right, Smoke? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And including a movie that 
I don't know if you want to talk about it a little bit here. We can mention it because it's similarities to this movie. You ever have y'all either of y'all seen the movie Intruder, nineteen eighty nine? I have not. If I no. have, I've forgotten it. But yeah, I'm not, it's not ringing a bell. It's a. It's. I guess the tie. The only ties to this movie would be that Bruce uh, Campbell's in it, but not nearly as much as he's in this movie. He's got a little bit role, but it's directed by Scott Spiegel and kind of put together by a lot of the guys behind the Evil Dead movies. But it takes place in a supermarket. I, where all the crews there doing some overnight stocking and whatnot, and it's not a holiday-related movie. But y'all haven't seen it, so I don't want to give. Well, I'm sure we'll get to that on the show at some point. That'd be a cool one to get to. So I don't want to give away any spoilers. But uh, some similar things happen, which could be slasher-related, or it could be supernatural, or it could be otherworldly, it could be whatever. There's, let's just say things start happening to the to the stockers in the supermarket, mm-hmm. and it goes from there. So I thought I noticed some similarities there, but. With that, before we get into any, you know, details of this movie or how we feel about it, that movie was infinitely better than this one. But you know, so we need to get to that one at some point. All right, all right so that's uh, that's all I had as far as like the background stuff, you know, of who's in it and whatnot. Uh, did either of you guys dig up anything else on it that you wanted to mention before we get into it? Yeah, you talk about uh, Michael Jai White. He actually holds black belts in eight different martial arts styles. So yeah, I think that's important to note. Uh, <laughs> because I don't know how many of those you see in this movie, but mm, yeah, let's see. <laughs> Unless he knows nail gun foo, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's an all interesting thing. Well, not really interesting. It's just kind of shows you what you know they're trying to, to tighten this budget up a little bit. Instead of uh, paying for actual rights to use traditional Christmas song in the you know in the department store or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> You saw that? Well, no, I didn't see what you're going to say, but like, I just noticed that like it version. seemed like the music was kind of rip-off, cheap-ass versions of real songs is what it felt like. He or somebody else he hired to, or whatever the case, played it on a on a keyboard, basically. Just you know, renditions of the songs on keyboard. <laughs> hmm. I guess it worked, but you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that that gives you a, a, you know, a view into the budget. <laughs> they couldn't afford Christmas songs, so yeah. We'll just, you know... Bang it out on this keyboard. Good lord. It's intermission time. Time to pause and refresh at the snack bar. During this short break, you can treat your taste of good food and sparkling cold beverages, including delicious Coca-Cola. If you're hot dog hungry, we have them. Sizzling, juicy hot dogs served in warm, oven-fresh buns. Plus a complete menu of all your favorites. Visit the refreshment center now. Enjoy delicious food and ice-cold Coca-Cola. For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out the service. So I skipped on over to Audible, and I just typed in Black Friday to see what will pop up. And sure enough, we've got, we've got a handful of things here. We've got Black Friday Exposed by, uh, let's see, Jaquavis, Buck 50 Productions. I, I don't know what the hell. It's a book <laughs> narrated by Honey. I like that you really just, you just zero, you search it and then you read whatever pops up. Yeah. Well, because nothing, you don't plan anything. That's the way I it mean, works on Audible. You don't, you don't plan for what, you know, you just, you just type something in and see what pops up. And that, that's the way it goes. Uh, this one was narrated by Honey Jones. So that might appeal to you. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, six hours and 14 minutes long. We've got not Black Friday, but we've got Friday Black by. Nana Kwame Ajay Brinya. <laughs> and that one's uh, a little over seven hours long. And then we've got 
Black Friday, but like it's all spelled weird, like B-L-K-F-R-I in the middle of it. Uh, a Boston Brahmin novel, book eight, apparently, of the Boston Brahmin mm. political thrillers. Ooh, <laughs> sounds exciting, by Bobby Eckhart. That one is uh, about seven hours and 20 minutes. So yeah, there's there's a good handful of other Black Friday things, but I don't think actually any of them have anything to do whatsoever with Thanksgiving or Black Friday. I'm just going to go out on a limb. But if any of that sounds like it uh, might float your boat, go on Audible to, uh, go over to audible.com slash spook show to, to uh, get your free audio book there. So I'm going to jump back over to IMDb and I'm going to click on plot summaries and we've got a, we've got a few here, so I'll read them off. So it looks like they're all fairly brief. We've got the one sentence one, a group of toy store employees must protect each other from a horde of parasite infected shoppers. Simple enough. Mm. Uh, a little bit, one is more, a little bit, a little bit more involved. On Thanksgiving night, a group of disgruntled toy store employees begrudgingly arrive for work to open the store at midnight for the busiest shopping day of the year. Meanwhile, an alien parasite crashes to Earth in a meteor. This group of misfits, led by store manager Jonathan and longtime employee Ken, soon find themselves battling against hordes of holiday shoppers who have been turned into monstrous creatures, hell-bent on a murderous rampage on Black Friday. And one more, this one was uh, put up by Frank Lisenborgs on IMDb. Several employees at a big box toy store are infected by an alien substance while preparing for Black Friday. On the day of and after, customers are allowed inside. The remaining employees discover that the infected have turned into zombies. Well, I think it's more than zombies. But While some employees work on closing the doors and eliminating the infected, others defend themselves from a zombie in the bathroom. The group realizes that the infected are building something in the middle of the store. What can be more dangerous than zombies? <laughs> That's a horrible way. I don't even think like I don't think I don't think they're zombies. Maybe that's me. No, they're like infected parasitic. Yeah, they're zombie type creatures. You know, they're not zombies. Maybe by definition, but they're zombie-ish. So they're they're zombie adjacent. How about that? (laughs) Cousins. It's kind of like make this movie about zombies, but not have it be zombies because zombies are so cliche. Oh, we'll have it be parasitic. Yeah. possibly alien ever, <laughs> but they'll still be zombie. Like they'll still do zombie stuff, which probably I, leads you to one of their very first mistakes. If you're not going to do it, like if you're not going to lean into the fact that it's zombies, then why'd you have Bruce Campbell in it? Because, and, and maybe that's why they didn't, <laughs> maybe that's why they didn't right? because, well, we got Bruce mm-hmm. Campbell. Fuck. It can't be another zombie movie. Let's, or, you know, a deadite type thing. Right. So it has mm-hmm. to, we yeah. have to change it a little bit, make it aliens. I guess it's sort of yeah, like, uh, you know, look, lobsters. I'm not, I'm, and, I'm not doing any more Evil Dead stuff, all right? Uh, oh, sure, okay, here's a quick rewrite. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Evil Dead like yeah, they, they, they're, they're from meteors. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we start off right from the beginning, that, that store at the very beginning, Allmart. Uh, Allmart. <laughs> Allmart, and then, of course, the, the cheap-ass name of the other one, We Heart Toys. <laughs> <laughs> I think it all works, though, you know, like... I, the, yeah. I'll tell you one spot they missed the boat there, though. Like, instead of Allmart, it should have been called S-Mart. That would have been... Oh, better. yeah. Yeah. That would have but been... But can easy. they? I mean, that's a... Uh, probably, is that not? Pro- probably not, mm-hmm. but I think it would yeah, have been a... Not. I think it would have been a good little nod. And you've got Bruce Campbell on the project. Mm, you could at true. Least, you could at least ask him, like, hey, is this cool if we do this just as a joke? I mean, because <laughs> in the end, it really doesn't pertain to anything else that happens past that scene. No. You know, like, they're not in Allmart, you know, right? You, uh, yeah. it, it should have it totally so. should have been S Mark. Yeah. yeah, it was missed opportunity. Missed opportunities all around in this uh, in this little movie. That will that may be the theme. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll see. 
how do you, how do you, what do, what do y'all think about like all the retail stereotype employees? Like, I'll tell you what, man, did yes. they nail that? If the, if there was ever a thing to nail that, yep. Yep. I mean that, that exists. And, uh, the writer, Andy, whatever the fuck his name was, Andy Gruskoviak. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so you do not clean uh, it up. I did. Yeah. He, uh, he actually did work at, a at, a like a Toys R Us or something like that. One of the retail stores. And I can believe shit. it. Yeah. Like man, retail working retail made me hate people. That's where it started. And it also made me hate Christmas music. That's where, because, it sta- that's where it that's started. Where, that's where it started. That's where it started. That's about I the time I realized I hate Christmas the human race. To this day. Yeah. That was about right. No, I, I still can't stand Christmas music. I still can't. Donnie, anyway. I, you and I both have a, 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 you know, a good handful of retail work in our past, you know, years yeah. and years ago. Smoke, what about you? You've never really, did, did you ever work in like a retail type store like that? I worked in like a place. Well, it was in, it's a West coast store when I was in Washington state called Fred Myers. I don't know if you had of those. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. I know Fred Myers, yeah. Like a, they're basically like what a Target, I guess, or or a small version of Walmart or something along those lines. So I worked there not a whole, not for long, I was maybe a year. And then, uh, but the worst for me, as far as it wasn't retail, but dealing with <laughs> stuff that makes you hate humanity, was a call center. And that was for that was also for a year, short time. It was a call center for like uh, AT and T. Basically, oh. you're dealing with irate cell phone customers. You know, whose the bills worst. are fucked up or what? Yeah, the so, worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. No, Donnie, yeah. I know you've had 185 jobs, but I actually I have had a lot. Of fucking I, jobs. I, I actually worked for uh, it was less than a year at a Toys R Us back in the late 90s. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I actually have experience, you know, about what they're talking about here. Although at that point, I was like, good lord, 18 or so, you know, 17, 18 yeah. years old. So like, I wasn't the disgruntled. You know, <laughs> all these are clearly like they've been there too long, disgruntled, you know, type oh, of people. Yeah. But the stereotype carries no matter where it's at, right? Whether it's Toys R Us, Walmart, whatever it is, you get the point. Like, I think they nailed that aspect of it, if nothing else, in this movie of like, you just hating everything you do and you hate everybody and, you yep. know, it just, it just <laughs> sucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, well, I'm ready to meet my maker anytime. So, <laughs> you know, just like... And they vastly don't 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 hide it, you know. They're drinking, or specifically more that one guy Ken, right? Uh, he's drinking and stuff, and yeah, they they really played into the stereotypes quite well. But I, I will say that when the ship finally went down, right, with this uh, these meteors that fall, and people start turning into like it's like an like it's, like we said earlier, it's like an alien parasite or something. So like, yeah. it gets a hold of these people, and like they just turn into like these. Monsters, they, monster, monsters, creatures. That, what is their end goal? They're, they're, mon- they're monsters to, or creatures that, to turn everyone else into a creature so they can all be absorbed by the blob. Is that what's going I, on? Is that really what's going on here? I mean, I'm just trying I mean, to get We to... all watch the movie and we can't answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, it all boils down to, and we'll get to that, is the, the writing, which he, yeah, you can tell that he worked in retail and he did those parts well yeah. as far as writing in the script, but. <laughs> not so much maybe with some but the rest of it. I think he, know. I think I, when, once again, like you said, we'll get into that. I think he nailed that aspect of it as far as like what it's like to kind of work there and how much it sucks and everything like that. And the stereotypes, yeah. but it's almost like that was too much of it. You know, like he played, yeah. he played too much. I mean, cause there's a scene later on I and mean, we can go ahead and get to it. It's the, I, I just called it the, uh, 
the bleak ass retail confessional scene. And it goes on for, <laughs> it's like 10, 15 minutes, you know, and this movie, what, what, how long is it? An hour and 20, an hour and 24, hour and 24. It's a solid, yep. like 10, 15 minutes of the movie, like dead in the middle. It just comes to a stop. And then they're all just sitting there, like getting all bleak and dark about how their lives have failed. And they're, they're all failures <laughs> as, as, as fathers and sons and daughters. And I mean, it's just bleak as hell. That's where I'm like, <laughs> that's where I'm like, all right, let's. Let's move it along here and get to, <laughs> get to something else. This is this is too depressing. Yeah, I mean, you know, the movie started off well when it got to the part. You know, what was the part where they first see a creature or whatever? It's like boom, it, it opens up and there's like this amorphous blob. It, you know, like you said, you mentioned blob. It does kind of it does have some stuff that reminded me of the blob, specifically the remake, the blob remake in the eighties. Yeah, that very pinkish pinkish alien glow to the to the creatures and stuff or whatever but yeah that one that first scene where that thing opens up and it's like sprays a guy in the face or whatever at that point i'm like you know hey you know i had some high higher a little bit higher hopes for the movie at that point like it's going to be kind of like the thing in a sort of way or or you know or like said the blob or whatever it's kind of had that vibe or night the creeps even like this sort of pseudo 50s sci-fi horror vibe going but it totally killed that (laughs) a little later yeah it's like i mean like whatever it's like they puked on him. It was like alien puke. Yeah, I assume like, I assume there was kind of like maybe some transfer of something, right? Like they just kind of bleh, yeah. and then that thing <laughs> connects to their mouth or whatever, and then like I guess a seed or whatever, the f- whatever, <laughs> whatever seed or whatever the fuck came out is what I've kind of what I kind of assumed was what was going yeah. on there, right? They didn't necessarily throw up on them as much as they like. They just attach like some weird, like slimy antenna thing, like bleh. sort of like a, uh, I guess like a reptilian tongue, like a frog's yeah. tongue. How they it would, uh, you know, like mouth. slow motion. You see the chameleons. They see, you know, like a fly buzzing around and then slow motion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wraps around, but it wasn't that. It was just like spooge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just like, yeah, like a webbed spooge. You know, and then and then there was always mixed results with it too. Like when Anita. Gets like when when it, uh, I I think it was the new guy right he turns into one of them and then yeah. he he kind of does the at her and then like not only does it hit her in the mouth but it like comes through her mouth and stabs yeah. through her neck so it's like oh fuck oh, yeah. you know <laughs> like what yeah. came through her neck like it was just whatever the fuck I don't know it gets inserted Some in alien her mouth, shit because right? that but, but like you didn't see that happen again right like yeah, that's where it, it never was like happens again inconsistent and in how these things played out right. But that was a, you know, I'm sure we'll get to that in the gore score smoke. That was one of the more, you know, gorier parts, right? And there were some moments of it here, you know, throughout, I think. Yeah. I mean, they kind of did miss some opportunities there to be a little bit more like, I mean, if you're going to have that one be like that, why not have the other ones be splattery like that as well? And some other, you know, some other way, like maybe a bust through the back of somebody's head instead of through, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually something else. Like with Anita, um, like it, you know, Emmett puked on her. And then that thing stabs through her neck, and then you know she's dead. And then she comes back, yeah, as this parasitic. But but, but she's kind of you know. weak. She's just kind of like, and then just kind of falls <laughs> back down, and then you never see her again. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned it before, but you know it does kind of it does definitely have some of the zombie slash whatever alien thing, whatever they are, you know, whatever you want to refer to these creatures as. There was some very deadite like ones in there, like yeah. the grandma one. Right, yep. one that had the necklace, grandma or whatever, and she very much reminded me of like I guess like Henrietta from uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, <laughs> not quite the full on 
long neck Henrietta from the basement scene, but right before she got, she went that far into the dead eye, you know, thing. Not long when she just kind of like she basically kind of looked like that. Not long after the uh, Anita scene, there the, when they went back outside in the store, it it turned to shit really quick. I mean, like you assume you, they're just going to open the doors and there's monsters running around and stuff like that, but this is like now it's done dissolved into you know something else. Like and they're they're Chaos. yeah, it's just I mean like the place is just torn to shreds. They're building some kind of shrine or whatever the fuck in the middle of the store. Like, but it seems like this happens all in like five minutes. <laughs> you know, like it's it's yeah, uh, like- it's unrealistic timing. The cop, I guess the cop just plows into the store, and I guess he, uh, there was an older lady, I forget her name, but uh, I guess ran over her. Yeah, that was yeah, that was when Ruth like was looking Ruth. out the yeah. was looking out the window, and then oh, here comes a policeman, and then bam, just <laughs> she gets rolled up. But like right before that, though, when uh, Ruth and uh, I'm blanking on her, oh shit, the, the main uh, lady, Marnie, Marnie, when Ruth yeah. and Marnie are like in the office back there and she's like so uh what's the story with you and ken is there or is there something going on there and she's like uh no 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 we're just uh we're just friends oh you're consensual fuck partners and she's doing the, <laughs> and she's doing the, the whack-off thing i'm like oh shit <laughs> all right ruth all right that ruth was baddie that woman was crazy <laughs> hey you know just one of the golden girls once again playing into the you know retail stores stereotype yeah. of like well there's always one crazy old lady of course. You know, there's yeah. always a, a, a drunk or a guy that's been working there too long. There's always, you know, all these things. They they play that well. <laughs> Archie, right before he goes down, you know, that's Michael J. White's character. Yep. Got your door busters right here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was some you know what? Like, he just died. Like, it was, yeah. the thing is, you don't see him get killed. Like, he has, like, a knife or, you know, whatever. It's It's like... And then he gets sucked up by, I guess, an alien parasite. And then, it. like, a, a piece of, like, intestine or something, yeah, you know, yeah. flops down. Presumably part. his. Mm-hmm. But for a guy, you know, with, you know, a legit certified badass in martial arts, he doesn't it, do any of it. It really felt to me, honestly, looking back on it, it, the way the movie played out, right? It feels like they only had him for, like, a couple of days. Because like you would think even after he gets taken out, right, you'd see him again as one of the zombies, uh-huh. you know, for, for, for creatures, whatever the hell they are. You would see him like as a, a creature, but no, you never see him again. Like he's just he's just fucking gone. He's out of the movie, right? Yeah, I mean, unless I like, blinked and, if you, blinked and you missed know, him. If you even if you look back on you know and you know any of Chuck Norris's movies, how long does it take to do a roundhouse kick? Doesn't take any fucking time. Well, it's hard to compare. Like literally, anyone. like you can't compare anyone to Chuck Norris. Come on, let's be real. Well, I'm saying, like, I'm saying the timing, <laughs> the timing of a roundhouse kick or even a freaking karate kick. And hell, um, uh, and you know, I, I know we'll get to this, but uh, Carl and Die Hard try to karate chop John McClane. Like that didn't take any fucking time. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm just saying, missed opportunities. You're going to oh, have well, a yeah, I mean, legit badass. Yeah, and- I think story-wise, when you stop and try to make sense of it, what they were trying to do is take out the big gun. Like, it's setting up to be like, this is the dude that's going to kick ass and save everybody. Oh, fuck, he's dead. Right? Now they're desperate because they don't have a true leader anymore. So well, it's the st- also, story arc of these other people is what it's supposed to be. Although, right. Also, the this is the less funny version of the swordsman, and 
uh, Indiana Jones, where he just pulls out the gun and shoots him. This is the <laughs> less funny version of that. That's that's what was done. Yeah. What a shame. What a shame. I think there was a lot of good lines in this, though. You know, like we just said, uh, I got your doorbuster here, motherfucker. You know, that, and, and I think most of the good lines were Bruce Campbell. John, you know, his character, Jonathan. That, that, that's where a lot of the best lines were. Uh, when when Ken, Ken gets bit and then he says he's going to turn into one of them. And then Jonathan's and then like they're like, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. And he's like, no, well, it is. This is with the mythos, right? <laughs> that's a pretty good line. And then later on when he calls... Uh, uh, Brian, juicy, right? No, he calls him one of the, the ju- you're slow and juicy or something like that. So you get in the back of the line. <laughs> and then Brian later on says, I can't see anything. And Jonathan says, shut the fuck up, juicy. <laughs> there's, a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of good lines there, but they're, they're mostly from him, to be honest with you. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, you, you like, I mean, I guess it's the writing too. You would, you know, you think with Bruce Campbell, it would be even funnier than what it was, but it's not his fault. I mean, it's. I think it's. It, you know, it's the writing. I think. Well, then again, he was uh, executive producer on this, but maybe that's that that's was probably, the. I would imagine that's probably how they got him in the door. You know, like probably. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure he got extra know. points, so to speak, for that. Right? Yeah. I'm sure, he made extra money because he was an executive producer. So. Yeah. Still, I. I, I, I really like, wasn't I disappointed know. with his part. I think he. Did, I, yeah. he did his part, and he was fine doing his thing. He was Bruce yeah. Campbell in this movie. That's what he was. Yeah, but and, and you know, some of the best this was this was not the movie I saw in the trailer. This was not it. You know, this I I don't see how he got from the trailer to this because um, the trailer I was like, hey, all right, Bruce Campbell, Michael Jai White, I'm down. You know, all cool. that all that means this, is that they had a good editor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they had someone that could put put together a hell of a trailer, but you know, can't you can't fix the movie necessarily you know i don't care how good of an editor you are sometimes it just is what it is you you can only do so much with the material that's put in front of you and yeah i just after, after after everything i'm just like what the fuck is the point of this yeah like uh, what is the point like what what is the end goal like like you mentioned earlier like with the uh the aliens and the you know the parasitic what is what are they building why I mean, all, there's so many questions. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Well, they land here in a meteor, right? I assume mm-hmm. from wherever the fuck they are or whatever it is, they land here on a meteor and then they just take over people's bodies so they can, uh, infect other people. And then all of them will get together and make a blob monster. And then these blob monsters, I guess, will take over the world. Okay. So I it sounded like Superman of- until you mentioned, uh, <laughs> came here in a meteor okay, okay superman all right um and then yeah the rest all right <laughs> i usually I and that's the thing i usually like these type of movies uh in the oh, sense yeah. of like you know you're trapped in one place and you got to fight off you got to defend the fort kind of movies right like we've we've talked about that before right smoke yeah everything from night of the living dead to what war of the worlds those types of you know yeah just that's getting right. from either either being you know, claustrophobic, trapped in one place and fighting whatever it is outside or getting from point A where you're kind of doing that type of thing to point B where it's 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 almost a similar thing. Maybe you meet another group and you're surviving or whatever. It's a survivalist type movie where they also try to mix in the invasion of the body snatchers type plot, but not fleshed out enough like invasion of the body snatchers or those types of pod people. You know, it's, I can see that old school alien invasion type vibe coming into it, but just not not having, like Donnie said, an end game, end goal, or not one that was fleshed out. 
Yeah. And, Other than just you know, big, big blob monster that's, yeah, like I said, taking over the world, but to what end? <laughs> just a, <to>, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I, I like these movies usually yeah. as well, you know, with, uh, like, like you mentioned, you know, in one spot fighting against, you know, the, the horde, the mass. Yeah. I mean, just two, um, what, just two weeks ago we did Dawn of the Dead. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not to compare this to Dawn of the Dead, but there are some similarities, right? I mean, it's there. Yeah. As far as like settings. Yeah. Or, yeah. You it's, know. it's very similar in yeah. that regard. Yeah. Like, surviving, surviving some, whatever, you know, we call it zombies, this movie, but aliens, whatever in a, in a situation with people that you're also fighting against, so to speak, you know, because you're fighting each other as well as, the horde. <laughs> What's the deal with Dower Dennis? <laughs> the fucking bear. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like it really yeah, didn't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are there? Is there some toy out there I don't know about that they're trying to sell here? Like it, it really <laughs> didn't seem to serve any point. That let's shove this Dower Dennis shit down your throat. Let's force. Well, it. I guess maybe a Teddy Ruxpin throwback, but like, where was the cassette? Like what? Like you know, what do you? <laughs> Maybe it's in there somewhere, but like, what what was the end game with it? There was none. It was just like, huh. oh, these, just there. these Dower Dennis things, we need to recall them. You know, they keep bringing it up, and then they show them in the back of the store. You know, it's talking shit, and then you see it a little bit later on toward the end and everything, but like, they really don't serve any point. Like, I'm thinking like, well, maybe this monster is going to take over Dower Dennis, and then there's going to be a gigantic Dower Dennis bear trampling the city. But no, nah, it's just like, no, nah, he's just a malfunctioning bear that talks shit. It, was it comic relief? I, I don't know. It mm. wasn't funny if it was. I don't know what the fuck that was. I was gonna say the fact of the animation of him or the animatronic of him, which somebody in a somebody behind him with his hands in the teddy bear's arms and like uh, you know, get sparks flailing his arms. That one scene where he's like breaking down or whatever. That, it, it was, was like a puppet, uh, puppet bear, I guess, behind him. It was voiced by Seth Green, but uh, I just tried to look up to see if there was a Dower Dennis toy or anything. No, it was just there. There's nothing. You don't think sometimes, and smoke. Maybe this might be a, a better question for you, just because you've watched more horror than any of us put together. Um, you don't think sometimes, maybe in some cases, they try to shoehorn in shit like this. So maybe this will be the next horror toy thing that takes off, and maybe like, well, the movie didn't do all that well, but Dower Dennis took off, and <laughs> and then you know maybe they can sell some merchandising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, maybe it's some kind of like loose merchandising uh, opportunity that, like, well, if it if it doesn't take off, then so be it. But if it does, we got a gold mine here, right? <laughs> yeah, like either, the... either something or something like along the lines of the of the director just thought it was when he wrote. I mean, the writer just thought it was something really clever when he wrote it, <laughs> and it didn't work as well on screen as it did on paper. I don't know, <laughs> maybe because yeah, like you said, it just keeps going on and on in various scenes all the way up to the end of the movies. So. Yeah. Especially that one scene where he was, where um, the guy—I can't remember the actor's name or whatever—where the guy that got bit and he's there by himself with the cre- with the Ken, alien, and yeah, there's you know, Ken, and the doll's there. And goes through that whole—I don't know—that's like three or four minutes scene of him talking to Howard Dennis, and just scouting off, yeah, <laughs> and it's breaking down and sparking like badly animated sparking. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe Dower Dennis is going to be the sa- you know savior of the day. Maybe you know like maybe this thing, the the malfunction actually helps them, and it turns out and you know. Takes out the monster. I don't know, but no, it's just it's just a bear that talks shit. That's it. Yeah, you talk about um, um, you know, this trying to be you know maybe a toy to sell or a you know a, a toy that did better than you know the movie. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, Talk Boy and uh, Home Alone too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, you know, I actually owned a Talk Boy um, for a long you, time, and uh, oh, 
I, Did you I, sell it? Yeah, I sold it. I sold it on eBay like years ago. For I just looked on a, eBay just now. Just now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a talk boy. Um, eight hundred bucks. On God eBay. damn! Well, I didn't get eight hundred dollars. Uh, but <laughs> I made. I want to say I, I sold it for maybe like fifty or sixty bucks or something like that. You know, oh, way more than it was worth just having it around. You know, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah wow, eight hundred bucks. Jesus, I wish I'd held on to it now. Mm. Speaking of movies and holiday movies with a toy line, a toy tie into it, what was that toy in Jingle All the Way? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, like uh, the, the, the Mega Man. Almost said the Red Rocket. It was like a Power Man or something like It was like a Power Ranger yeah. and Mega Man kind of toy story yeah, some type. Some sort of Action Man thing or something. Was that name of the Action Man? <laughs> no. <Maybe. laughs> I don't remember right away, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and I think they actually sell those things now. Well, maybe they did back Turbo then. Man. Turbo, how do we freak turbo mine? How do we forget <laughs> fighting Sinbad over a turbo man doll? <laughs> so hey, there's I, a holiday movie we've got to get to jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Um, <laughs> speaking of like Bruce Campbell's part, his ultimate demise when he just sacrifices himself, you know, I think they wanted it to be maybe a bigger moment than it was. It was just kind of like it was almost like he checked out of the movie, it was just like, well. <laughs> see, see you fuckers and then just jumps into the hole <laughs> honestly that 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 was the best way he could have gone out true true yeah just back away into the bushes i mean that's what it felt like to me it was just like well it's time for me to be a manager now peace out and then he didn't really <laughs> save him right he didn't do anything he just he just sacrificed he made the himself. monster more powerful but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess he just got absorbed at that point like you never it was just like uh you know uh archie michael j white's character like he just went away and you never saw him again so it's just all right so the end game is is that they all get absorbed and all this little thing that they've put together there's this pink blob throughout the movie and then there's a uh a shopper blob monster is is it's, this is the final boss of the movie it's a big ass monster, like you know what? What, what would you it's say? Got like, like two faces. It's kind of like morphed, high. and it's um, it's just you know, kind of like the thing. You know, the, the uh, John Carpenter's the thing, and that you know the way it looks, like not size wise, right? It's like I said, it's like fifteen stories tall, something like that. But it, the look of it looks like Clayface and Batman gone wrong. You know, <laughs> it's all mixed up. Multiple faces, arms, and everything. It's just a blob, and uh, that that's your that's your ultimate boss. That's your that's your final uh, you know stop on the road. And then Brian, who's just been a prick the entire movie, which he, he was pretty good at being a prick, you know, the entire movie. Um, mm. He walks up, and this, this is where you started to lose me a little bit here. Uh, maybe a, a little bit before that, but definitely here. When he goes up and tries to just reason with, he's just trying to reason with, look, I, I know, I know, uh, how to be a manager and I know how to talk to shoppers. <laughs> so he goes up and he's trying to reason with this thing and then it just bends down and flicks him away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was funny, but like, I was just, okay, what the fuck is this? You know, like you're not trying to fight it or anything. You're going to try to reason with the damn blob monster. Get the fuck out of here. This is stupid. And you know what that blob monster looked like? I mean, we've talked about toys most of this uh, most of this time. Do you guys remember the? Uh, it's like those '80s uh, little toys, uh, those old muscle men, muscle figures. <laughs> yeah, they were they were all pink, all of them. Didn't yeah. have any other yeah. colors. Kind of flesh they were just pink. That's exactly what this thing looked like, <laughs> and, and except they, that they had like two faces <laughs> or like multiple faces. It just looked, you know, just something dumb. 
And it, honestly, that that right there, uh, as good as the creature effects were and everything, the stuff with the blob and then eventually the blob monster it w- was what made it look cheap to me. You know, like yeah. if they'd have come up with something that was a little bit more practical there, you know, it, it maybe it you know maybe it lands a little better. I don't know, but it just looks so fake. Especially the blob when the blob is like busting through the roof of the when the pink blob <laughs> before it turns into a monster, it's just a pink blob. And it's kind of seeping out of the little roof, you know the the uh, the, the skylight in the roof. It just yeah. it looks it just looks so fake to me. Um, but um, who who was it that launched the forklift <laughs> at its head? That was um, <sighs> that was Chris. Chris Gritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets in the uh, the forklift and kind of hits reverse, and then uh, they kind of let it go and let it launch. Yeah, but no, that's also kind of dumb. And the reason I say kind it's of. dumb is because he is uh, he is 130 pounds, something like that, 140. Yeah, he's dude, he's yeah. not much. Yeah. But, you know, that thing's going <laughs> – it, it's barely going in reverse. And forklifts don't move that fast anyway. No. And this, this gigantic alien monster's power is like has been unmatched this entire time, <laughs> you know. But, you know, a 130-pound kid is uh, holding down – you know, and then as soon as he that's, that's what jumps happens. off, it's like a slingshot. Yeah, yeah, that's what. What the? F- well, maybe that's what holds it back. Maybe you can like maybe he put. I think he did throw it in forward or something, right? Maybe like he's got it in reverse. And then I right love how he, you're trying to reason I'm just, with like, this. I always try to <laughs> do that, but um, I'm just saying he's got it in reverse, and then right before he jumps off, he puts it in drive, and then it because the thing had splooged on, <laughs> and it went. <laughs> And it was connected to the forklift. That's when it like just launched it straight into its head. But that's what kills it, right? I mean, it that's what that's what it dies from is having a forklift launched into into its head. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, it's okay to say you're on uh, Casey Tebow's payroll. Yeah. Trying okay. to reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah him and uh, uh, Gaskowski or whatever the hell's name was, Rob Gronkowski, Andy Gruskoviak. Grisco- <laughs> yeah. That's his name. What is it? But yeah, you did see a a, a couple more monsters in the in the distance. One, yeah, that once was the kicker. Saw. That was the kicker at the ending. So like, they take this monster out, and then they get in the car. The, the what the last three? I think it's Ken and Marnie and uh, Chris. Right, they're the the final three. And then they get in the car. Like, hey, we got to make a stop first. What's that? We got to get some pancakes. <laughs> and then <laughs> as they're driving away, you see at least two more monsters off in the distance. So like, I find it funny that like you just went through this God awful experience fighting a 15 story tall monster and you're still cracking jokes about pancakes. Meanwhile, you're driving into the apocalypse. Wouldn't you just assume even before you drive off that you were in an apocalyptic situation? Like (laughs) your store wasn't isolated. These things would be all over the world. Right. Wouldn't you assume that? But apparently Mm. not. Let's go get some pancakes. (laughs) The end. I assume that's what we all felt about it too. Just utter, utter silence. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, honestly, I'm just, I'm thrilled that we're done with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't Not know. so fast, yeah. friend. We need to watch it again for next week because fuck us. <laughs> no, you know, it's. Well, I think. We'll I, get to it. Well, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and dive in, you know, before we get to our, our usual bits and everything. I'll go ahead and I'm going to start this off. I'm going to, I'm going to start the star ratings off on this one because. I think y'all are going to be more surprised by what I say about it than I'm not going to be as surprised by what y'all have to say about it. I think as, as, as stupid as it is in a lot of points, 
I think it's fun enough. If it's on and I got nothing better to do, I'd probably watch it again. I wouldn't go out of my way for it. I'm not saying that. But I think there was enough fun to be had here. And the the other key thing here is is that it's brief. It's only, it's only an hour and what 24 minutes long. So like there is that. Like you know, it's not something you'd have to uh, devote two hours of your life to again. You know, it's it's a brief watch. So if I'm watching something just for some gore, some cheap some cheap fun popcorn flick type stuff, I'd probably watch it again. Would I seek it out? No. So I'm gonna say two and a quarter, two and a quarter for it. And and that's just based on creature effects. That there is a little bit of bit, uh, you know, because that stuff looks good. There is a little bit of fun to be had, and it's got Bruce Campbell in it. So. There's that. So, uh, Smoke, what do you say? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, I don't argue. I don't argue with the the fact that it's uh, an inter- somewhat entertaining popcorn movie, and it could have been so much better than what it is. And it, I feel like there's a lot of missed opportunity with it, as far as maybe if uh, I don't know if they tweaked the scripts. On I don't. The, the script just seemed weak to me, as far as we've all, all the things we've discussed, the, the characterizations that were spot on, as far as like you said, his retail experience and whatever, but. When you're watching this type of horror movie, you don't really you don't really care so much about the details of retail experience. That they, yeah, no. That they, more is, like the plot getting from point A to B. Yeah, What's like that? I said earlier, that is a drag too. In that whole yeah. scene in the middle, that that was that was too long. But yeah, go ahead. But yeah, but I love the practical effects. That most of the movie was that. Again, as I mentioned earlier, they kind of missed the opportunity to get a little bit more gore in there. I mean, if you don't, have, if you're not tied down to a MPAA rating, <laughs> why not? And you already have some. You have that one alien scene of like, boom, through her jaw, through the lower jaw. And that was like, you had opportunities to do a bunch more of those types of things. You know, it didn't have to be the same exact way, but like there's an opportunity for a lot of different types of kills, splattery, splattery, alien kills. Or stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you had some, so that it's not a complete loss, I don't think. And uh, I'm not too far off I think, from where you are, Josh, as far as the rating is going to be on this thing. Uh, but like you said, I'm not going to seek it out anymore. If it's playing, would I watch it again? If it's on, not not if it's playing, not in the next maybe year or two. Yeah, yeah, much later <laughs> down on. the road, three years from now, if it was on, man, oh yeah, let me, let me see if my uh, changed any for me, you know, watch again. So I mean, it's it's it could have been a lot worse, and it could have been definitely a lot better. So it's middle ground. So I, I think I'm gonna pretty much echo. You gave it what two and a quarter, right? Two, two and a quarter, yeah. yeah that's kind of what I was. I guess I'll go two and a quarter on it too. I mean, I've we've seen a lot worse, and we've seen a lot worse on this show. And no doubt. and a new movie is no secret that I'm not the biggest. I'm I'm kind of I'm very harsh on a lot of new movies. <laughs> and so for this one, this one could have been something like you know Into the Dark Crawlers, but luckily it wasn't that. <laughs> wasn't that bad for me. I mean, I know I know Josh too. You're a little bit more forgiving of that movie than all of us were. A little bit. as well, maybe, but yeah, yeah, a little. But but yeah, this one wasn't that. I mean, I'd much rather watch this again than say pull out crawlers and watch it again. So. Yeah, true. I, there's no doubt there. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, when <laughs> so you... Donnie. Uh, yeah. So uh, for me, decent creature effects could not save this one. I mean, you know, I say it's decent. It's, you know, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, you know, creature effects. Robert Kurtzman. Um, you know, uh, nominated for. Fangoria Chainsaw Award, you know, uh, definitely the star of the show, uh, you know, uh, f- for this one. Um, but for me, like like Smoke said, you know, not enough gore, not enough, um, just so many missed opportunities, man. And yeah, I 
I'll I'll be honest. I I never want to see this movie again. I never I will never watch it again. No, no, no! Don't say never. Not I will say never. I will say never. Because if if we're hanging out and you put this movie on, I'm out. No, you're not. You wouldn't. I'm out. I'm done. (laughs) No, No, because the thing is, like, if I want to be disappointed, sure, I'll watch this movie again. Uh, but no, it's just like nothing makes sense in this movie. There's I don't so see many how you could be disappointed again. You know, like, well, you know what's I mean, coming the next time around. Like I could yeah, see it the still, first time. You're like, oh fuck, you know, I had high this, expectations, but this, you know, this movie was labeled as a horror comedy. For me, it was neither. Um, just so many missed everything. Everything, just so many things f- fall flat. And yes, it has Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah, it has Michael Jai White in it, mm-hmm. but. You know, that's not enough of a, you know, it's not enough of a pull for me. So, uh, uh, but that said, I love practical effects. I will always rate a, a film higher, um, you know, f- you know, for that. Um, I feel that this misses the mark in many, many ways, but it is not crawlers. That's, that's true. But so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go uh, a star in three quarters. Uh, mainly for the practical effects, um, because I this does not have many, if any, redeeming qualities, except for the uh, creature effects. That's the only thing. I will, to- I will totally agree with what you said about uh, waste. A lot, there are a lot of wasted opportunities here. They wasted Michael uh, Jai White, however you say his name. They, they, mm. He was a waste in a lot of ways. They, to me, they didn't waste Bruce Campbell. But th- yeah, there definitely no. could have been more gore. I think, for me, the uh, the positives outweigh the negatives. So, but you know, we're not, we're not all far off. I mean, our consensus yeah, score, I mean, yeah, our consensus score now, <laughs> our consensus <laughs> score now. Now this is without Will, so we'll, we'll, you know we'll get sure. his thoughts and his input, you know, sooner or later uh, when he's feeling better. But um, right now, it's a little over two stars as our consensus. So. Uh, we'll see where it lands when uh, Will puts his two cents in. But before we uh, move on to the connections from the crypt, I'll throw out that on IMDb, this movie gets 4.6 out of 10 stars. So, you know, that's fair to what we just said, mid, right? Um, Metascore of 52, mid, right? That's out of a scale of 100. Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. the tomato meter, 65%. But the audience score, 33%. So I think once again, you average those out mid. So I think that's what you get yeah. here is you get something in the middle. Like it's not great, but it's not horrible. So it just is, you know, I look at it to me. I look at it as a, a, a popcorn flick. It's just something fun to put on maybe around this time of year, you know, but maybe we all have different, different definitions of fun. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's right, like right after you watch home sweet home. You pop in this, right? God damn. I, I I still have not seen Home Sweet Home, which I'm sure oh, yeah. we'll get to on Spook Show Rewind. Yeah, yeah we will, but yeah, yeah. get ready for a big old bowl of shit. <laughs> and corn. Lots of corn. No, no, I'm sorry, not corn. Peas. Peas, everybody. Peas. <laughs> Eat a bunch of peas. Um, Yeah, so we'll leave it there for now. You know, as far as uh, our ratings are concerned, we'll get Will's thoughts eventually. But yeah, it's probably about, it's probably not going to change much. I will say, this one wouldn't surprise me if there's some uh there's some shaving off or adding on on our fifth anniversary show <laughs> this is a candidate for ch- everybody changing their scores i got a feeling we'll see a year from now we'll see uh but yeah donnie connections 
Connections. Connections. Surprised he had any left in the tank there. (laughs) Yeah, uh, just got to let it roll out. Um, But no, if you're just joining us for uh, this episode, I'm sorry. This is the episode you had to join us on. Um, But no, what we do with the uh, Crypt Connections is we connect this this current film to past Spook Show episodes. Um, So with this uh, on the cast side, uh, we've got uh, Bruce Campbell. connects to a past spook show episode when we did uh, the evil dead and on the crew side, Robert Kurtzman makeup effects for, you know, this one, black Friday also did the effects for Dr. Sleep and Dr. Giggles. Mm. Uh, when we, uh, so those are past spook show episodes, Dr. Giggles, we did with the hero movie podcast just a few weeks ago. And that's an interesting comparison too. Just uh, before we move on to the uh, the gore score, Doctor Giggles, that's what this movie feels like to me. Me, see, like I, it, I, I'm, I'm just saying, right? Like there, there's a lot of shit that falls flat and a lot of shit that you know works for it. If with Doctor Giggles, in comparison, if you want to say you know this is you know pretty close to Doctor Giggles for you, what did I rate Doctor Giggles? I don't, I don't know. What did I rate it? Uh, for Dr. Giggles, you gave it, uh, me, you and I both gave it two and a quarter stars and smoke gave it two and a half. So yeah, I like this. I like, uh, Dr. Giggles better than this. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and your rating, I, and your rating I, reflects that, but, and, and I agree. I'm not saying that. Dr. Yeah, Giggles, I know. I'm I not know. saying this it's better just, than Dr. Giggles. It, it, I'm it's just got saying, a similar type of this uh, feels vibe. like that to me. It's like, okay, mm. all right. It could have been better. You know, it's, it's corny as shit, but you know, all right, mm. you know, maybe I watch it again. And I think therein lies the, the, the the one thing that we've talked about many, many times when it was made, that movie was 30 years ago. So you're more accepting of it than you would be for this movie that was made last year. I think that's the conclusion you come to. You're willing to accept shit from 30 years ago <laughs> more than you are <laughs> except shit. Now that's right? true. That is a very good point. And fuck you for making it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're all like that. I'm not accusing anyone yeah, of anything. I, know, I think I we're all like kidding. that. You're more, you're more accepting of the shit from when we grew up. And that's, you know, mm. Then yeah. you would be this. Like if this movie came out, correct me if I'm wrong. This shit had come out in 1987. Tell me you wouldn't love this shit. You probably would. I don't know, man. Don't it, know. Yeah, it's it's different. It's different. Yes, but yeah, it's it like a different too. time period. You have different effects. Like uh, if the you know if the monster had com- been completely practical, it probably would have looked a lot better. Yeah, I probably that, you're, that you're right. I probably would. Yeah. What do you think, Smoke? Thing is though. Yeah, true. Like in. In that time period, this movie kind of was made in various different ways. And we kind of mentioned it along the way, like 1988's The Blob remake. Very similar in theme and stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, definitely with the, the blobby type. I mean, I, I would I would say they were probably influenced by that movie for the blob type effects that they used. In. And then uh, also, uh, what was another one that's kind of similar? Uh, oh, well, the one I mentioned, The Intruder, which y'all haven't seen yet. That one, now that one's one, once we get to that, I think you'll see, like, I think y'all will like that even better than this movie, and you'll see the similarities, and you'll see the fact that, yes, that it was made, it was made in the 80s, it was late 80s, going into the 90s, but I mean, and and is it the thing of being more forgiving, but to see that movie, it had better writing, though, I think, also, it it took those gore effects a little bit higher level than this movie did, you know, but yeah, like, I mean, I see where, I see what you're saying, though, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely, and I, I definitely admit that I'm more forgiving of older movies than I am of newer ones that could be of similar 
quality, you know. <laughs> and yeah, I don't, it's just that's just it. That, that's just the way it is, I guess. For like I said, we grew well, up with that. Yeah, and I mean, we were movie all, fans then, and we're movie fans now. So I mean, we're all guilty of it. We are, but the only mm-hmm. one that's not guilty of it right now is Will because he isn't here, so we don't have the kill count. But <laughs> we do have the gore score. Gore score. Yeah, this is pretty gooey, um, but not gooey enough, right? <laughs> like as we mentioned, it, it it goes places, and you're like, oh, that was cool, and then then it just kind of, eh. uh, the whatever you call the thing, the the spooge tentacle monster thing that comes out of the <laughs> mouth, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the the one we mentioned where it goes through the bottom of her uh, her uh, <laughs> whatever that actress's name was, I can't think of her name right now, but uh. The one that yeah it comes out the bottom of her mouth. Yeah, uh, um, that was pretty good. Anita. You have a oh, her, which one was it? I think it was Anita, right? You that said was you the had character. Anita. I think it was. Yeah, it sounds right. And then uh, it was a Michael Jai White who had you know you see the after effect kind of you know he gets just jerked up there and then you see the like a pool of intestines that come down. That's a little bit gory, you know, but I mean it, again, it's kind of like you see the aftermath of it more so than you see what actually happened. Uh, bunch of uh alien i don't know if you call them pods whatever the alien blob type stuff of like just oozing blobs and spitting stuff and all this stuff but still i, I think it was just a missed opportunity to have had more and, and that same time seems like a thing that that seems like a reoccurring thing of like you know more 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 you know, i'm not saying it needs to be an out and out splatter fest but when you're dealing with this type of movie which like it's very similar to john carpenter's a thing you know and then like that movie went all kind of different places with those effects, with the gore and all that stuff, and they and wasn't afraid to. And that was an R-rated movie at the time. This movie, like I said, I don't think they were too. I don't believe they were uh, hampered by the MPAA for this when it came out. I doubt that they were really pushing for to be a major theatrical release that they'd have to get no, an I mean, rating. I didn't even so. see a rating, so yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I'm sure they got no push there. And you got Kurtzman doing the effects for you. Think you're going to push this a little bit further than you know than you, than they did so. Yeah. Missed opportunity there a little bit. So uh, I think I'm going to go with a six. <laughs> I think the things that were there that were gory were deserved that six and bring it up to that level. But then there was a lot of times when it just, you see a little bit of aftermath or after effect or, or whatever, or it just didn't lean heavy enough into it. So yeah, I think I'm going to go with a six. Yeah, so I think I, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the, the main takeaway here is that there's some missed opportunities, but you know, there's fun to be had. You know, I think there, so, you know, it's somewhere in the middle. So if, you know, if you're just looking for something to watch here on, here on Thanksgiving, you know, or this week during Thanksgiving, you know, and, and you've got, you've got uh like-minded uh, folks around, you know, that like this kind of movie, maybe this is one that you put on with uh blood rage or some of the other, you know, we don't, we, I don't think any human being should recommend home sweet home to any <laughs> other human being, but uh, you know, if you're putting on some Thanksgiving ish type of movies, I think this is one you can throw on. That's just my opinion. So, uh, we'll, we'll see how, we'll see how things, things, uh, progress with this one on the fifth anniversary next year. I'm, <laughs> I want to fast forward to next year right now and see what we think about it. We'll find out. But, but before we get that far along, let's just worry about next week. Cause next mm. week we, we return to the cult corner. It's been a while since we've done a cult corner, you know, since October festivities got in the way. So we're yeah. returning back to the cult corner. And we uh, spun the wheel amongst us. We all nominated something, and we landed on Die Hard from 1988. What better way to really truly kick off the Christmas season? I mean, are we going to have this argument on the episode, whether this is a Christmas movie or not? I don't not know. At all. We'll find uh, out. We definitely have to touch on it. Whether, whether it's going to be an argument or whether we're all going to agree, we'll definitely 
Yeah. Stick around and tune that episode because we'll definitely be discussing that. Part. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> we'll doubt. Definitely talk about it. Um, if for whatever reason you haven't seen Die Hard, Jesus, just go watch it, please. Go watch it before next week. But um, I'll read you the brief IMDb synopsis. It's an, an NYPD officer tries to save his wife and several others taken hostage by German terrorists during a Christmas party at the Nakatomi Plaza in Los Angeles. So this is this is the one that put Bruce Willis on the map. So I'm looking forward to us talking about this one next week. Um, so yeah, that, that's it guys. So, uh, for Will, who's under the weather and couldn't be with us, Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast and we all wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Have a good time with your friends and family and then, uh, come back next week to start the true holiday season. Kick it off just right with us for Die Hard on our next Cult Corner. Happy Thanksgiving. See y'all. Enjoy your turkey or your chicken. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. (laughs)